This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. Okay, so welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, and today my guest is the founder of Athos.com, where this podcast is hosted, and my business partner, Jason St. Clair. And we've had conversations with him before, and so I'm going to continue on with a subject that I was actually just talking about with Harrison Houghton, Houghton, I can never pronounce his name, and that is billing. That's a subject I haven't talked about very much, and this is kind of a part two of talking about that. So how do you bill, Jason? How do you get paid? Um, actually, I've, I, there's a couple different ways. I, I'm actually, one personally through uh, the consulting business, I actually ask for money up front for my, my consulting. Uh, just because I've been burnt so many times in the past, and, and I know it kind of kills uh, new customers that come in and want to work with me, but right now I'm okay with it. However... I'm also working as a business consultant currently for a, um, a couple athletic clubs in which way they handle billing is a month-to-month basis on a kind of like a, a – it is a subscription-based, if you think about it. It's one of the original subscription-based models. It's, it's a gym. It comes out on the first every month, and uh, that's pretty much it. You know, you got like Netflix and everybody else – kind of copying that, I guess, original type of subscription-based model, except, you know, in a, in a digital platform. And uh, a lot of companies are actually migrating towards something like that because it's, uh, instead of being totally reliant on, say, sponsorship and stuff like that, they run to a subscription-based model, which they're having a lot of success with. However, in terms of billing an eighth, as my individual, like, consulting, I ask for money up front. And uh, I basically deliver what I promise, over-deliver what I promise. Uh, so that's how I run billing. You know what's really funny? Or maybe not so much, but a coincidence? I just recorded a very short podcast with Harrison uh, for next week because he didn't have a lot of time. And you know me, I got when we first made the call, I got off the subject and I wasn't recording quite yet. But one thing he said, he said the same type of thing. He does consulting. I know you listened to the podcast last time, and he does magic and hypnotist consulting, and he does consulting clients, and he says the same exact thing. He overpromises. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Other way, strike it, reverse it. He underpromises and overdelivers, and always asks for money up front. And he had to run suddenly, so I wasn't able to kind of wrap it up in a nutshell but i do the same i've had to learn to do the same thing now i've got a couple of massive companies that i've worked for with for years and i do the event i send the bill after the event because that's the way their accounting system works and then they're happy with it 
and they pay me every single time and they've even rushed payments when I've called them and said, hey, for some reason or other, I need a rush on this payment. They'll do it. And we have a good yeah. working relationship yeah, with that's, them. There's definitely, yeah, they, there's definitely instances where there's, you know, where you're absolutely have running like an account for a business. And on that flip side, you know, we operate, you know, the, the companies that I work with, some of them, you know, that bring consult, we operate on that type of thing. We order goods, right, to say if they're running like the, you know, energy drinks or water or the juice bar, we order goods. We don't, they don't ask for the, you know, to pay up at, until the end. The same thing, remember, when we were working arcade as youngins, it's the same thing with the distributors, uh, like the toy company, you know, the toys. Hold that on, we hold buy, on, I lost you for a second. The billing at the end of the month because they know that. What's that? Okay, say that again. Sorry, I lost the connection there for a second. You went, hey, hey. So, when we worked back at the arcade, you were saying something about that. I didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, so, for, for instance, when you're like back at the arcade, uh, when we were young, we were working back at the arcade, the way that the arcade would work with goods and stuff is that you would order and then you would they would ask for the money at the end of the month. That's fine if you're working with a company that's, you know, a, a no company that's reliable, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But even, even in a situation like that, the company, you know, when the, the Paris Caesars Corporation went under, right, they were ordering stuff, but they weren't paying it back at the end. So that company, actually, the, the distributor actually ended up getting burned. And they said, we're not going to do it anymore. You need to pay us up front for our goods. So something like that, trust can be easily lost uh, yeah. in a situation like that. Because if you... Think of it if it's a huge order, you could be out like tens of thousands of dollars. So that's like a, a balancing act that you have to take. It's like, hey, I trust you as as someone who's going to buy my product and pay me. But on the, on the flip side, you never know exactly what their balance sheet is, you know? Yeah. This year, I've been burned for, I think, around $1,000 in two clients yeah. who just ghosted me, never paid, never answered the phone. Yeah. And never paid like i just said but the thing is last year because of covid my company only netted my taxable income was only around twenty five hundred dollars u.s for the entire year yeah so so that's a huge chunk yeah it was a huge chunk and i had a lot of cancellations of course this year because of covid but overall yeah. when you do the work and you don't get paid and they have to call collections and some, it's a pain in the butt. So I've kind of been working on changing my business policy to advance payment only, even if you're a company, uh, up and until we establish that we've worked together enough times that I can trust that you're going to pay. And then we can start talking about setting up an account. But it's all a trust-based thing. And everyone else, you have to pay up front before the work's done. And one thing I was talking yeah. about, Harrison, is if the client is not happy, it's better to refund the money. Or if there's a cancellation, you have to refund the money or whatever, then you do that. But it's better to refund the yep. money than never get paid. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And because yeah. you got to pay the lights, you got to pay the bills. You got to. That's the thing. It's yeah, not. Billing is, yeah. Yeah. It's billing a, is a. Uh, go ahead. 
a billing is a very tricky thing because you don't want to hurt the feelings either on the other side because you never know who you're dealing with. You're still dealing with people. And say, for instance, if you were working with that customer for a long time and you suddenly said, hey, I want money up front, it's like, well, what did I do to you if they've been good forever? And it's like, well, I just changed my business model. That could absolutely burn that customer. It is a balancing, it is definitely a balancing act. That I, if you're starting out, um, I would definitely try to collect the money up front uh, that, as, a, as a bootstrapper. Uh, even yeah, that's that would be my best suggestion, especially if you're offering services. Because as a bootstrapper, you can't afford like one or two losses. It'll absolutely be devastating to your company. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing is, when it comes to billing, I think the best way to go is upfront, 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 establish a relationship and say, well, now that we know that you pay upfront. If there's a change and it's easier for your accounting system or whatever, because especially with a large corporation, I had one of the biggest grocery chains here in Norway. Yeah. I mean, we're talking the size of uh, like Safeway back in California or something along the Rayleigh's, yeah. a massive supermarket yeah. chain. And they decided to up and update their billing system and they managed to delete and lose most of the bills and everything else. And it took me something like six to eight months to get paid. Wow. Yeah. And I knew they were going to pay, but then I started outing it because, I mean, it'd be like Costco. There's there's a nationwide chain or Walmart. Can you imagine yeah. building Walmart and then just sitting on it for months and months and months and months? I think in a situation like that, you, you have to understand, you, you'd have to take that like, hey, I'm doing this job and I'm not going to get paid for an eight months. So you have to know that too. You have to... You have to expect that yeah. if you're going to take a job like that from a big corporation who has thousands of hundreds of thousands or millions of like invoices they have to pay. Yeah, and with that one, I had done the job before, and they paid within the within the normal ten or fifteen days I build them out at. But it was yeah. all of a sudden, boom. And I found with most corporations, they want a thirty day billing process, billing time, at least in Norway. Yeah. and you have to look at their accounting department. It can get tricky too. Asking for advance payment, you have to kind of fight through. I mean, even when I was a kid, how oh, many times right. did they? Corporate, yeah, yeah. That that's where it comes harder with corporate. But then you made a good point. When you're offering a service, it's much harder to get paid than when you're offering a good. Yeah. Because there's Absolutely. always that doubt of will the service be delivered on time? What happens if you're prepaying for a service and they don't show up? Will I get my money back if you're the client? I'm going to pay for the service. What happens if the clown I pay for gets sick and doesn't show up for my party? Do they have another clown? Will I get my money back? Are they trying? So it's it's a trust both ways. But with a good, for example, my uh, sister-in-law, or soon-to-be sister-in-law, my brother's fiance, whatever, she just started a new business. I don't know if you saw that. And she's doing some great work. She's making some some uh, roses out of silk really great stuff yeah. and she's selling it but you take the payment and she sends the flower period yeah yeah that's a good thing you know and you also have to consider this if you're going to be a, a a mechanic or someone who fixes things you definitely almost have no choice but to collect it at the end so you're almost putting yourself out there all the time where it's like 
hey, thanks for doing the job, but uh, like if you're a plumber, you go out, thanks for doing the job, but I can't pay you. It, there's a chance you get absolutely screwed in that situation. Yeah. But that's the that is the type of work that you're in, and you can, that is a, a risk that you take by by doing jobs like that. I think the best way to buffer something like that is a contractual signed agreement before yeah. work is started, where I'm going to do yeah, this work for me. X amount. Yeah, quote, quote, yeah. You know, at least a basic one. You can download a boilerplate copy online that meets all the basic requirements and just change a yeah. little bit. Matter of fact, yeah. I started with contracts in the balloon world. I kind of faded off of them because contracts are great for corporations, but Private customers who just want you for an hour at a balloon cup for their birthday party get weirded out by signing a contract. Yeah. So it, it it's a tricky thing, and it's one of those subjects that never really thought of until this year even, and even that was mentioned last time, because especially with the service industry, you go into a restaurant, even in the restaurant, you pay after the meal. Ever notice that? You pay after the meal. You don't pay before. Yep. You don't pay yep. up front. So, well, unless it's McDonald's or something, which that almost doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, no, well, that's just the way that McDonald's set up their business plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's a restaurant. It's just designed differently. It's like, hey, you pay me first. I'll give you the food. We're on the flip side of the rest, you know, a, a sit down restaurant, which McDonald's is absolutely is, too. You know what I mean? Is you pay me first, I give you the money. Where on the the other side, there's I'll give you the food first, and you pay me the money. Uh, the benefits in that, I think, if you're running a restaurant, is is the is the cost is, is the amount of money that you can make is a lot greater as a small business owner, I think, than a, like a fast food design because now you're like bringing up a gigantic bill, a potentially huge bill that you can collect. You know, there's alcohol, there's desserts etc etc that you feel you get into that mood to start ordering when you're sitting down and like eating you know what i mean yeah Whereas if you, you have a good server front, it's just like that's what i want yeah and a good server is going to be upselling a lot of people don't yeah, realize exactly. that a restaurant server's job is not to bring you food but to sell you stuff yeah the best servers 100%. are excellent salesmen they have to provide excellent service and upsell everything that's why if yeah. you get a good server, they're going to say, hey, would you like some pie with your coffee? Would you like some dessert? Would you like this next? It's all suggestive selling. And it's part of the experience. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's, yeah. There's, that's another great point. It's There's different billing models for the exact same basic industry. Yeah, absolutely. There's even absolutely. some crazy people that say, pay as you can. And some of these places yeah. fell, and some of them are very successful. Yeah, yeah, great. I mean, it's a, it, it, it's an interesting. Uh, a lot of a lot of people approach things in different ways, and uh, it's all it's all about how you run your business and the service that you provide. I think at the end of the day, and it, if you offer a great product, a great good, or whatever it is, and uh, people think it's worth it, then you'll they'll get return business, you know, return business, and they'll keep on coming back. Uh, no matter how you build them or charge them, you know. But with that said, you also have to consider like, how am I going to, you know, make money in this business? Because that's that's what you're in it for, you know. I mean, this capitalism this is what you got to do. Yeah. Or, Anyways, all right, I, I got to take off, buddy. Okay, cool. Um, 
have a fine right, great for this great little uh, interview. And uh, catch you later. Absolutely. Let's do it again sometime. Yeah. See ya. Bye-bye. If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www.athoz.com or athoz.com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.